Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Rare Eddie One. I'm your host of the very same name, Rare Eddie One. I hope you are having a fantastic and brilliant time. Tonight's episode, whatever time of day you're listening to this, it could be morning, it could be noon, it could be breakfast time, it, it could be mid midnight. I have no idea what time of the day you're listening to it, but I hope you're having a fantastic time. I hope I can maybe entertain you a little bit with a bit of uh, some fun news, some scary news, and uh, some fucked up news. We have a lot to get into tonight's episode, all from box office smashes and my predictions of what box office bombs are going to be. Aliens, we've got ghosts, we've got face-pickling aliens, for God's sake. And uh, let's not forget about the, the planet full of murderous robots that we've abandoned. There's a planet out there full of murderous robots. One's got a little fucking helicopter on it. A little heli- helicopter on it. Oh no, what are we going to do? This planet... Anyway, let's get into tonight's episode. Um, sit back, relax, get yourself... A cold one, if you want. I've got myself a little cold one. If you're familiar to White Claw, this is Aldi's um, equivalent to White Claw, and it is delicious. So I'm going to sit back. We're going to have a chat. I'm going to talk to you about some fun stuff, some scary stuff. But let's get into it. So I'm just going to take a little sip first before we start the show. Cheers. Here we are, we are at the BBC News. Now, I am not a big fan of the BBC. I think the Robin Bastards, what they did to the 70, uh, for the over 75s, they were giving them free um, TV licences, and then they took that back, they snatched it back, and I think they're fucking cowards for doing that. Absolute fucking cowards. Anyway, so let's get into it. I'm, I'm going to probably use the help of my uh ai reader because my reading isn't the best and i don't want to put you through that sort of hell um but tonight i'm going to start off with a good old ghost hunting at haunted house uh, that spat hollywood interest hollywood interest uh, this is by peter shuttleworth um a child's gravestone in the garden a monk-like figure, a suppose a monk-like figure supposedly appearing over a sleeping baby, and words carved on walls, all reported at a house once known as the UK's UK's most haunted. Now, I sort of read this earlier, and it gave me fucking chills. Now, absolute chills. Um, about three hundred. Apparent paranormal phenomena was documented. A little nose rub there for you guys. Um, I, I'm not Jewish, but I do have a big nose. Um, I'd, I'd, sorry, I had no uh, idea where that came in. Um, I had an itchy nose. Uh, about 300 apparent paranormal phenomena was documented at a remote 17th century house that had national media coverage because of supposed spooky goings-on. For multiple claims of the unexpected... Ooh, unexpected. Now, now, I've had a few crazy things go on, happen to me. 
that had shit me up. Um, I assume quite the majority of people have had the similar, not similar, but scary things go on. Um, it, it fucking... Where I am now, today's my age, um, I would probably go after it now rather than run, uh, but I've not had anything happen to me in a long, 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 long time. So who knows? If something happens, I'll probably run, run like hell. Uh, but let's have a let's keep let's have a keep reading on this. Multiple claims of the unexplained was a was a tale that interested Hollywood. It came after a family started to speak out about their oh Pennyford farm nightmare. Reports to muffled voices to empty. Oh, muffled voices! Uh, muffled voices in empty rooms. Figures appear, hearing children singing, and carvings, and stains appearing on walls. I'd get the fuck out there if I was you. <laughs> well, they did. It sounds like it did in the end. If I know, I'd say I would. I would may. I'd probably run to it. But if it kept on happening, I'd. Yeah, burn the house down. Fucking burn it all. Um, get out of there, you know. Who knows, it could be on an old Native American Indian burial ground here in the UK. You know, just get out of there. You know, I'm, I'm being sarcastic with that, uh, obviously. Um, but saying to that, saying saying that, the, you know, the UK goes back centuries, so who knows what kind what kind of burial grounds are, uh, are under us all as we speak here in the UK. You know, it could be from mass you know, military graves to, you know, for, from the Romans to the Saxons, um, you know, the Viking burial grounds, you know, the Druids, you know, who knows what's under, under our feet here in the UK. Um, so, Attention by Mum of Four, Rosie May, or Rose May Gower, who said she was desperate for answers. I fucking would be too. Uh, there were also claims of a huge wooden owl moving across the house on its own. Now, if that's moving by itself, I there's this. A friend of mine was telling me of a story of him and his daughter. They had a old um, shell, what was a, a big shell from from the from the war, and they used to use it as as a poker stand uh, next to a fireplace. Now they both witnessed a metal poker lift up out of there and fly across the room. I'm hoping to maybe get him on. In future, and have a chat with his uh, with him. He's, he's, he's fantastic. This guy. He's got some great stories uh, in the army and you know, and in life as well. He's fantastic. He's a fantastic person. Um, so I do know people who have who have witnessed things moving by themselves. I've, I haven't myself, but a huge wooden owl moving on its own. 
and it is is crazy. I'll, I'll be getting out there if just say, you know, this mic started moving by itself. I would be fucking out of there. Uh, out of there. I would probably look at it for a couple of seconds and think, what the hell is going on? Have I caught? I've got it caught on something. But I'll, I'll be, I'll be out there. So I'm maybe not as brave as I as I uh, thought I was. <laughs> if that's, that's what, let me know what your thoughts are. So I'd like in my head, I think I would run to it and try and investigate and see if there is something logical going on. Now, saying that, if it's happening to you and maybe you're by yourself, maybe I'm by myself. Would I do that, or would I maybe get the hell out of there? Hmm. Now, let me quickly finish off this paragraph, and I will tell you of a story what happened to me. So she claims that a wooden owl is moving across the house, and a pregnant girl appealing on the patio of their farmhouse in the north wales in north wales now wales is quite haunted it's quite a haunted place and and then a and then vanishing are so she appears and then vanishes so something will happen to me i i'm guessing it was a night terror at the time or it, it was very very strange very strange. So I was sleeping. I was in my bed. Star fishing, as we all do by ourselves. Star fishing. I can remember the night before. So, so that what happened before I went to bed, I watched Iron Man three, and that's quite a blue. It's got a blue tint to that film. It's very blue. Yeah. I hope you know know what I'm trying to get out there. Um, watching it is quite a blue film. Um, so that, nothing, nothing uh, weird. Maybe chatting to my friend after watching it, and you know, just bullshitting basically. And I got to bed about one, two. It's because it's the weekend. About one, two, three. Uh, I'm I'm in bed, and all of a sudden I'm in bed. Obviously, star fishing, of course. Um, I'm in, I'm dreaming, now I'm dreaming, but it feels like, now, you'll probably, I know what you're going to say, I'm dreaming of me laying there, now you're going to say, um, what do they call it, oh, oh what do they call it, basically, where you, you, I can't think what it's called now, but I'm. It's like an out of body experience, but I'm dreaming, and in my dream, all of a sudden, this light appears and it starts flashing. It's like a strobe, it's flashing, and all of a sudden, I feel my body flashing, you know, uh, moving to the flash. I'm like, 
in like this strobe effect, you know, in my, in my mind and my body, and it's just strobing. I can't sort of stop. And I look to my left, and I think I see an alien stood there. At first off, I think it's the Grim Reaper looking at me, but it's huge. It's tall. It's skinny. It's huge. I see it, and I can't sort of move because I'm 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 moving, but I'm like um, pulsating with this flash. And so I'm like looking at the corner of my eye, and I, I see it there. And then I look back and look straight up, and I sort of get moved, and I moved, and I take a swing at this thing. Now I punch the door because the door's open, and I don't know why I left the door open, but the door was open. Normally I shut the door, but I didn't really think of that. Now I've only just thought of that the door was open. Now, I'm not saying that's anything. I probably forgot to shut the door because it was hot. It was in the summertime. Now, I punch. I go to punch this thing, and I hit the door, and I this I am awake now, but I'm still, you know, jerking with, to the to the flash and to the strobe. And I take a sip. I go to take some a drink of my water, but I spill it all over the place, and because I'm still. Um, jerking um, to the strobe and I sort of wake up and for some reason what popped into my head I thought I was being abducted by aliens now this was about 4 o'clock in the morning and I get up and I walk around and I'm shitting myself because I was like have I woke up or have I you know during abducted um, stories of being abducted you, you, you float you're floating through the window. You, you can't actually do anything. You're floating, and I, I'm thinking. I thought to myself, "Have I woken up mid-float and and uh, sort of rescued myself?" It turns out it was a night terror because it's happened three or four times. It's it's not happened since. It's not happened for a very very long time, but it was fucking scary, absolute scary. I may tell that story in greater detail on on its own on on my youtube channel and my rumble channel so please subscribe to them um but that was scary you know let let me know your stories in in the chat in in because this this is a majority a podcast show but i will put it everywhere i can so youtube rumble it'll probably go on rumble first but i'll put it on youtube and rumble yeah mainly at the same time but it's going to be out on podcast first um for your ears to enjoy let me know if you've got any scary let me know if what your thoughts to that um i can't quite think of what it is when you you're paralyzed in in your sleep if you're sleeping but you're paralyzed but you think you're awake uh, i can't quite think what it's called no it's uh, yeah, it's nowhere near the top of, of my head. Um, I know what it is, and I and I could see the name, but I can't quite grasp it. Um, so we'll continue with the article. Uh, so Rosie May documented what she believed to be unexplained experiences and was so spooked that she got a psychologist into her home in... This is where I use my 
my great tool, read aloud. Truden Flincher. Truden Flincher to do a study, and he found a he found no rational explanation. Scary, spooky. Uh, what's the BBC documentary pa uh, Paranormal about? Um, now those reports of supernatural stories have been investigated in a new BBC document uh, documentary uh, fronted by Radio One presenter saying, oh, for "Bloody hell! I'm going to butcher your name, and I do apologise." So let's. Sean Larry. Sean Larry, who heard from those who say multiple spirits were doing stuff at the Pennyford farm that no one could explain. One day I was moving some dried flowers that had started to look a bit manky, so I decided to throw them away, Rose May wrote. After she started documenting... Uh, so, what's scary about that? Rosemary wrote after she started documenting documenting the goings-on in the late 90s. I took them from the lounge to the kitchen and put them on the counter, dropping petals all the while. Somebody came. That's Rosemary. Somebody came to the door and I was about 30 seconds and out. Somebody came to the door and I was about 30 seconds and when I came back, every single petal had disappeared. They had been replaced by dead or dying, dying half drowned, drowned wasps. There was no sign of a wasp nest and all of the doors and windows were shut. Hmm. In I'm gonna I'm not gonna pronounce that word either. Bloody hell. Bloody Inexplicable. Hell. Inexplicable. The par the paranormal documentary hears the spooky claims started when the Gower family say they found a welsh word written on written on the inside wall of their empty home after they had returned from a new year new year new year eve pie new year's eve party i don't know why i struggle saying that um at their daughter's house the family said it read um, Tangleford, which is Welsh for peace in the religious context. Okay. The Gowers claim this started a flurry of Welsh words appearing like here am aros, which means long suffering and oh my days i gotta pronounce that early di early di which means oh 
which means persecutions. I thought that's what it meant. Persecutions. Rosie May documented that the words appearing on the walls were uncommon Welsh words and they had and they as a family from England didn't speak or understand Welsh. Why was there a gravestone at the Pennyford farm? The farm the family feel the catalyst from the supposed paranormal events was moving and gravestone. Generally normally happens when you move something like that. <laughs> How many times Countless times I've heard, read, listened to paranormal stories. That starts with something like this. Either the the moving gravestones, moving dead bodies, redecorating houses. That's a big one. But moving a gravestone, fucking hell, you've got to have balls. Um, moving a gravestone of a 15-year-old girl that had been propped up at the front of their home so is this a gravestone when that was just propped up or is the grave under there jane jones headstone had been on the front path since the gower family moved in june 1997 but they moved it in they moved it to a more discreet place for a garden reception after eldest daughter uh, Nicolette's, Nicolette's wedding. Now, I, I'm just going to do that because I think I pronounced that wrong. Nicolette. Yeah. A documentary found Jane was born to Morgan and Mary Jones in 1763 before she had died in 1778. By God, she wasn't, she wasn't old. And was buried in a field. We'd looked into it and she was actually our relative, said local residents uh, Maurice, who once lived at Pennyford Farm, who told the documentary about why the gravestone was in the garden. She died in childbirth and they wouldn't allow her to be buried in consecrated ground because of the disgrace of having a baby at 14 it is plausible jane is on is on the land on that land bloody hell so that might be a good uh, documentary I might have a look into. Uh, it's on the fucking BBC, and I don't really want to look into the BBC. Uh, Nicolette told um, the paranormal documentary um, that after the gravestone was moved, all kind of strange stuff kicked off. What... What did witnesses experience at the Pennyford farm? One night, I awoke and saw a figure standing over the cot in the corner where my child is, she said. It was leaning over looking into the cot where Quinn 
was sleeping. I couldn't see its face. It had a hood like a habit a monk would wear. I sat bolt upright and it had just gone. It creeped the life out of me. Paranormal, the girl, the ghost and the gravestone. Hell of a title. Hell of a title. Features, so that's that's a documentary. I am definitely, definitely going to be looking into that. What are your thoughts on the paranormal, on ghosts, um, poltergeists? Funny shit going on. Yeah, demons. <sighs> Reading that has fucking creeped me out, I've got to be honest with you. I'm a bit creeped out and I've not read it all. So, yeah, let me know your thoughts on all stuff paranormal. Yeah, all ghosts. I, I'm going to bookmark that and uh, I'm going to save that actually because that's definitely, I can make a, I can make a good video out, I think. Let me save that. So I've saved that and I will make a video on that. That's a hell of a, Prediction time, a rare Eddie Wands flop of the week. I think it's going to be a blue beetle. You know, Batman is a, f a fascist, you know. Batman is a fascist. From the director attacking fans and our good... And one of my uh, guys who I look up to, Ryan Kennell, who attacked him, well... It, maybe not attacked him but you know they had some words on twitter and uh yeah he's he's pleased his job is done you know pissing off the fans obviously um i have heard this film is shite absolute shite i've not seen it i can't wait to see it so you know i can do a review on it and uh grift as they say it it looks fucking awful. It does look awful. Yeah. Apparently there's a lot of forced racism into it. A lot of forced racism in into it. The numbers. It's domestic box office. So it's been out two, three nights. Ten million. Uh, budget 120 million that's just the budget who knows what the marketing budget was um, who knows what the budget was when it was yeah with a marketing budget the it could have been an extra 70 on 80 odd 50. So, would you put this film all in all at 200? No idea. Um, so, this is uh, CNBC and Barbie faces DC's Blue Beetle in the late summer box office showdown. Well, Barbie's still going to smash it. Not seen that either. Um, we're 3.3 million on Thursday night. Previews, uh, Warner Bros. Discovery, Blue Beetles, 
is expected to take in between 22 million and 32 million during its opening weekend now dc is had is going through huge flops i don't i can't think of a dc film that actually made money some people say black adam made money but a, a lot of other people say it didn't make any money at all um 22 to 32 million that's pathetic really the film airs in theaters after recent dc comic based films have flopped not just flopped they've sunk at the box office and as a studio undergoes major regime change box office analyst analysts box office analysts predicts the film could thrive on world word of mouth well that direct really hasn't helped by attacking fans and an influx of hispanic moviegoers even as a fellow warner bros release barbie keeps scoring big books so they're basically trying to get their black panther moment for the hispanic um you know the the um hispanic people the uh you know even though I've not seen it, but apparently Black Panther 1 was pretty, pretty a good film. Um, it, unfortunately, it came out when I really couldn't give a fuck about Hollywood. I barely can at the minute with Hollywood at the, mi yeah, at the minute. Um, but I don't, I don't think this is going to achieve what they hope it's going to achieve. Apparently, CGI is shite. The story is basically your generic teen superhero story. So, you've seen Spider-Man. So, we've seen this film. It's pink versus blue at the box office this weekend. As Barbie continues a historic run in theatres, a little-known superhero called Blue Beetle is looking to take top spot on the charts this weekend i do do apologize now here are the charts blue beetle barbie maybe as it's still that's friday's day um so i'm i'm not gonna um look into that i'm gonna look into that tomorrow and see what what it is um as Barbie continues, yeah, I've said just read that. Um, with 3.3 million from Thursday night previews, Warner Bros. latest film based on DV, uh, DC Comics character is expected to take home, uh, take in between 22 and 32 million domestic debut. Meanwhile, Warner Bros. Barbie, which has steadily tallied. 545 million domestically since its late July release is expected to add 
between 17 and 22 million during its fifth weekend. Oh, dear. Yeah, I don't think there was a right time to release this film. Maybe on Max. Maybe you should have maybe released this film on Max. They wouldn't have done that, obviously, because this is a Hispanic film. Everything from the director to the writer to the cast, it's all Hispanic. Um, yeah, it's... Let's have a... Oh, I thought I was going to show the trailer, but it's not, thank God. I, I think this is going to take a huge shit on Warner Bros. desk. Uh, continue to fuck up your universe, you fucking idiots. DC, unlike Marvel, had every character... Every character connected to DC where Marvel Disney Marvel had, didn't have it still hasn't got Spider-Man does it have Hulk I don't know it's only just got back um, the Fox characters so X-Men Fantastic Four it's only just got them back and for 10 years nearly um, since Endgame it was fucking riding high and it, and then in them ten years it didn't have X Men, it didn't have Fantastic Four, it didn't have Spider Man. Yes, they in, they did a deal with Sony to to have Spider Man in its universe, but DC on the other other hand had all the characters. It's not like oh they didn't own the rights to Superman, so they can no they had Superman, they had Batman, they had Joker, they had Suicide Squad, they had. That's basically all I know of DC. The, the, they had the Blue Beetle. You know, they had Arrow, the Flash, the Cyborg, Aquaman. They have, they have them all. They have them all. And they continually fuck this up. I do wish Warner Brothers would sell DC. But who, who would sell it to and who would generally do a decent job? I don't think there was a... A production company out there or a, a studio out there that would do a good job because like I said in last week's episode Hollywood has painted itself in a corner it's it's chasing that one percent it's continually chasing that small percentage customer that, that customer of 0.1 percent that screams the loudest on Twitter that's always offended it's always offended if you're just walking down the street and you've got to say something American on your t-shirt and it's always always offended but it screams louder on Twitter yeah you know, and that's why we're getting so much woke shite out of these studios so much woke shite especially the Disney Marvel Warner Brothers you know Just so much woke shit. It's shit. It's fucking absolute shit. A lot of S's there. Shit. <laughs> uh, God. Uh, it's it's just fucking shite. It's where every 
majority of characters are now uh, all female, all powerful. For instance, Marvel's Secret Invasion, the most strongest, well, Marvel in general, the most strongest person in Marvel comics now, or in, in their film universe, is Amelia Clark's character. She is the most powerfulest. There's so many women dominated these these male. There's so many women dominating these um, projects, and there's someone I think it was Nerdrotic who counted. It's like twenty-two female characters to. I think it was seven male characters. Maybe not even that. It's just pathetic. It's just bad. And and the majority of people who see these films are men. <sighs> these two big studios are just chasing that, that, that imaginary customer that will never, ever be there. It may tweet about it. Yes, it may tweet about it. But it's not gonna buy a ticket. It's not gonna turn up. It may it may turn up to the red carpet and you know come with its um rainbow coloured stuff and you know gets a photo up, but it still ain't gonna buy a ticket. It still ain't gonna watch your shit. It probably doesn't even have um Disney Plus or Max. So yeah. That's my prediction. I think Blue Beetle is going to take a huge shit on James Gunn's desk. Well done, here you go. Fucking recover from that, you dick. Recover from that, you dickhead. I know it's not James Gunn's fault. He's done he's done fantastic work with Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was probably the, the, the best of Marvel since Endgame. In Endgame was it had so many plot holes in that film, but but yeah, that's probably been the best um, since Endgame. And James Gunn has gone to the rival um, DC. Hopefully, this doesn't hurt his DC. Um, hopefully, it doesn't hurt his DC uh, future, future his uh, franchise. But I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear your thoughts. Now, next topic I, I want to look at, I have a chat with you guys, is these face-peeling aliens in Peru. Now, I did a video on this in, in the week. Uh, I may try and link it in the description. Um, but... Peru's seven foot tall aliens turn out to be illegal gold miners, says officials. But these this was a crazy fucking story. They actually peeled a face off a local. <laughs> they peeled, peeled a face off a local. These guys are using jetpacks and they're dressing up like aliens. 
Locals even compared the attackers to green goblin, uh, green goblins, and many speculate it was the face peelers. Fucking hell! I know you South Americans are fucking badasses, but your face peeling. Come on now, face peeling aliens, please stop it. We have that planet of murderous robots. Now you're telling me we have a gang of face peelers stealing gold and dressing up like aliens? Come on now. Come on. The 2023. Oh. We should be all together flying to fucking outer space on Elon Musk's fucking... Oh. Peru's National Prosecutor Office, Prosecutor's Office, has accused legal gold mine, uh, mining gang of uh, posing as seven-foot-tall aliens to terrorise locals. Now, that's not funny because they have been terrorising locals. One has allegedly tried to snatch a girl, a 14-year-old girl, cut her neck, so... She maybe struggled in a clip on, on the guys. I, I don't know what, I'm just getting in my head. It cut a neck. That's It's not funny, no. That's a serious fucking crime. Uh, to, they're basically doing it to try and get locals to, to stay in so they don't foil their, their gold mining pursuit. Um... Uh, it just a crazy story, a story, um, because yeah, for a while I've been seeing seven foot tall aliens in Peru peeling off people's faces. It turns out it's a gold mining gang, although peeling off people's faces and snatching little girls is fucking hor horrifying and horrible. Um. According to a report by the New York Post, the locals in Altonani, I probably fucked that up, Altonani, uh, or Altonani, a hamlet of about 3,000 people in the northern Amazon basin, claimed to see armoured and floating seven-foot aliens. Now, there's something on later, what I'll talk about later, What's maybe added with this? Um, floating seven-foot aliens. Dark colored hoods flying around since the mid-July. So it's been going on for some fucking time. Impervious to bullets. Uh, the locals even compared the attackers to green goblins. And many speculated it, fit, it was the face peelers. The media outlet reported that gangs are hopping to... Instill fear in locals to keep them inside their homes and away from their illegal gold mining uh, gold mines. It was also spec speculated that the gangs are using jetpacks to reach more unattainable spots in the dense jungle near the Anye River to mine for more gold. Now this. This gang of gold man, are they, you know, stealing the gold and then half the gold they get is going to fund their jetpack obsession, maybe? Or 
to, to steal these jetpacks is probably the more likely case. That's crazy. This gang of face peelers, you fucking animals, peeling off people's faces. We've got enough for this fucking planet of murderous robots. <sighs> fucking murderous robots. Murderous robots out there. I'm going to tweet that later. Murderous robot planet. <laughs> now, that fucking scary slash fucking horrifying news, it turns out it's not aliens, it's not goblins, it's it's just fucking horrible gold miners who are stealing the gold um, in this area. Oh, Fucking horrible bastards. Horrible, horrible bastards. But here's to you, um, here's to the locals in the Alto Nanye region. God bless. Hope you come out on the other side. Hope you catch these perpetrators. Hope they get what's coming to them. And I hope you can leave peaceful and prosperous lives. Cheers. Now, on that serious note, let's go to the numbers. I love this site. I fucking love this site. Blue Beetle is number one. I don't know what that N means. It maybe means it's neutral at the minute. Barbie is still... It's number two. It was number one. This fucking film is smashing it. So, this Smil film is fucking worldwide box office as 1,200... 1.2 billion. I think the production budget on this was 100 million. So let's be generous. Let's say it got 100 million marketing costs. I think that's a little bit more because they have fucking over. I've seen this everywhere. This has got great word of mouth because there's fucking people memeing on it. Not bad memes, good memes, funny memes. And this film is just fucking smashing it. So, there's all all in all, 200 it cost. It's fucking made a billion. Made a fucking billion. It's crazy. I do want to see it, but I'm, I'm not going to pay for it at the fucking cinema. No, I'll wait for it to come out somewhere. Unless someone wants to pay for me to go watch it at the cinema. I'll go by myself. I'll sit like this. Maybe have a pink t-shirt. Cowboy hat. I could go as Cowboy Ken. <laughs> That'd be, that wouldn't be that funny, would it? So, let's go back a couple. And then Strays, that's got an end next to it. So, I guess I, I would say that it's it's opening weekend. They're two opening weekends, so it's just neutral at the minute. But Oppenheimer is smashed it. Worldwide box office, 671 million. Domestically, just... Uh, just over 275 internationally just over 390 million production budget on this was pretty much the same uh 100 million let's be generous again again let's be generous again and say because I, I did see a lot of marketing for this so 200 it still made 400 million at the box office Barbie and Oppen Oppenheimer. I I will post it. I did a review to Oppenheimer. A fantastic film, absolute fantastic film. I will document it. Uh, I will leave the um, 
my review in the description. So if you want to go check that out, please check that out. It's fan. I thought this film was fantastic, absolute fantastic. And these two films are sort of fucking, sort of saved the, not saved the uh, cinema, um, uh, the theatres, but it's fucking, it, it's done a huge fucking, it's, it had an amazing couple of weekends with both these films. And then what Hollywood decides to do, go on strike. Well done, you fucking idiots. Well done, you absolute fucking bellends. Well done. You know, writers strike and uh, film actors strike. I don't know what your actors are striking about. Yeah, you maybe want more money. I want more money. Do a decent fucking job. Maybe, then maybe you get some good money. But the amount of shit what's out at the minute, it's shit. Shit, absolute fucking shit. Now, you could come across and say, well, we're being overworked. Yeah, fair enough. If you're being overworked, you're being overworked. But still, you're producing shit. Now, I feel for you if you, be, if you are being overworked. But I'm, I, I can't quite get into the details of why you're striking but I know you're striking you because you want you want more money, um, and you also want if you write something up for a studio, if you produce a script for a studio, you want paying for the script, whether the studio picks it up or doesn't. Now that's could be wrong. Don't take my word for that. Um, that's what I heard. Maybe. You the the studio needs to pay you money before you give them a script, even if they take the script or not. Well, that's fucking wrong. That's that's not right. You're, you're a fucking bunch of idiots. You really are. This could fucking shut down the cinemas, cause you are fucking greedy, greedy, greedy bastards. Yeah, yeah, the studios are greedy, greedy bastards. Um, but yeah, do do what you fucking want. A lot of your shit you've been writing is shit, absolute shit. Especially for the big studios, you know, Disney, Warner Brothers. Can you say, apart from? Guardians of the Galaxy and the Spider-Mans. Can you name me one decent Marvel film? Or Disney film? DC film? Paramount has Yellowstone. It has the whole Yellowstone universe. It has Tulsa King. Uh, the offer, which was fantastic as well, even that's still losing fucking money. It's losing money, and you guys still want fucking money. Studios are losing money, so where are they going to get this fucking money from to give you pay you more? Fucking bunch of assholes, bunch of fucking assholes, greedy cunts. All right, now <laughs> my last topic. 
that could have that really could have gone down the dark place. That really could have gone dark. Uh, <laughs> let's. I'll take a sip because that really could have. Well done, well done, Eddie. You didn't go very dark. I maybe should have gone really dark because they're fucking idiots. They're idiots. They really are idiots. If you disagree with me, fair enough. If you agree with me, great. If you disagree with me, let me know why you disagree with me. And if you do disagree with me, you'll probably fucking hate my guts. Um, and we probably won't even be able to have a conversation. But majority of people on the left rather not have a conversation with people on the right. And they just generally throw names at them. So that's where we are in today's day and age. But here we are, my last topic of the night. This has been a great episode. I'm having a great time with you guys. I hope you're having a great time. hope you're having a fantastic time. I may actually, before I go on my, my last topic. So, just before I hit my last topic, Ripperverse. I'm having a great time with you guys. I hope you're having a great time with me, listening to me. I wasn't going to do this, but I'm having a good time. I'm having a laugh. Uh, let's let's promote Ripperverse. Icing number two. If you haven't got your copy, what are you waiting for? Go grab it. It's fucking... Yes, it is It's expensive, but this is a thick, thick book, ladies. Um, it's, it's smashing it. 2.2 million. And his pre-order campaign goal was 350,000. He's fucking smashed it, old Eric July. And uh, Gabe, Cliff Richards, not the Cliff Richards, but a better Cliff Richards. Gabe and Eric. Cheers, guys. I have it. I've got to do a review on Ison 1, number 1. I've got, I haven't got Ison number 2 yet. Um... I will do a review on my YouTube channel, so please, I will, I will let you know when I have done my review on that because it's a fantastic comment. You can get ice in number one. It's you can get it. You'll probably get it in a week or two here in the UK. In America, you'll probably get it in the next day. You lucky bastards. But ice in one, three point three million total purchases. 42,000. Item 2. It's 18,000 purchases. And the end of August ends on the end of August. So you don't have long. You don't have long left. So please hurry. Well, the campaign goals end. It'll still be out there for sale. So please get your episode. Uh, your, uh, your copy of Ice and Two, fantastic! I did. I went over it a lot last week. It's fantastic. If you can support him, please do. If you can donate a book, that would be awesome. Please do. Um, what are you doing? Go grab your your copy. Go grab a copy of Ice and One. Go grab a copy of Ice and Two. You will not regret it. You will not regret it. So. After that, let's go to the Times of India. Cheers, India. What is your favourite curry? Myself, I like a boona, a tea, 
obviously a tikka because I'm British. <laughs> Who doesn't like a tikka masala? Um, or a madras. I do love a chicken sag. Fucking love a chicken sag. So, Project Blue Bean. So, let's close a couple of these um, stuff down. Get rid of that shit. So, Project Blue, Blue Bean is... Project Blue Bean is a conspiracy theory about a supposed project whose purpose is to create an artificial second coming in order con to control people as per the alleged theory. The New World Order's purpose is to, one, abolish Christ all Christian and traditional religions in order to replace them with a one-world religion based on the cult of man. So... The WHO, World Health Organization, that one what Charles Schwab is um is involved with, which I think is the Economical Forum, World Economic Forum, I think that's the one. Climate change, that could be a new religion. Two to abolish all national identities with the mass migration into Europe. Starting to happen, um, and national pride in order to establish a worldwide, a world identity and a world pride and a world pride, free to abolish the family as known today, in order to replace them with individuals all working for the glory of. The new one world government. Now we have heard politicians say, Joe Biden says, not your kids, they're all America's kids. Charles Schwab, who, who I'm pretty sure it's the World Economic Forum, it says you'll own nothing, but you will be happy. Um, so Project Blue Beam is based, maybe not a second coming, maybe in India that's maybe what it's. it's. So as I'm, as I've seen it, have I've um, researched it? It's not researched it, wrong word. Uh, looked into it, and the Project Blue Beam is is basically a hologram. So you. Um, you think of um so it's it's gonna um project a alien invasion that's what i i hear um so they project an alien invasion maybe this is where i i get what this peru um in in a sec i will add the two together um so they they want to project an alien invasion that's going to happen and for you to get through this alien invasion you need to trust the government you need to help the government you need to um, maybe stay in indoors maybe give up all your passports yeah maybe you have a chip in your hand or your arm but if 
for the government. Maybe it's going to be mass world um, climate change. Maybe what we're seeing in Maui at the minute. My thoughts and prayers to the people in Hawaii. Um, so now where I get with the Peru. So what happened in Peru? There was a story of one of the chiefs in Peru that shot at one of these and it seemed to I heard a story that it seemed to go through and not do any damage to the alien gold miner at all so where I, I joined the two together so did they start when I know the governments I hope you know the governments say not to be trusted and I wouldn't put it past the governments to maybe try this Project Bluebeam on its own people, on the people of Peru, Brazil, India, Africa, to see what kind of, if they'll get any pushback, if, if what they want happens, happens. So these people did stay in their houses for quite some time, um, in Peru, sorry. So are they just doing it at local in a local area first before they they go globally or nationally? That's my that's how I add them. I I hope that makes sense. I really do hope that makes sense to you guys. Um but I don't think I do like this conspiracy of Project Bluebeam. I just don't think we have the technology there yet for it. Now, I'm probably wrong um, because in the 70s, the United States had drones in the 70s. Now, we know drones today as them little aircraft things. Um, in the 70s, they had drones, nuclear-powered drones. So they probably didn't go past but they did have drones in the 70s, maybe on massive scale, but so in the 70s they had drones, and now I don't know how long you've heard of drones for, but maybe in the last 10 years I've only started hearing of drones. So 30 years they've had this technology and, and not said a word, maybe 20 years and not said a word. Crazy, crazy. So, Project Bluebeam. I don't think we've got the technology there yet. I don't. If they do project an alien invasion, it just takes one person to throw something at it, and a rock goes through a, a image, and uh, maybe that's they'll just keep it up in the skies, and maybe have world leaders go up and try and have a conversation with the alien overlords and one of these leaders dies and that sends the whole world into a panic which I won't put it past them I hope to send up Hillary Clinton that's another story so anyway I thought that was a, a little topic we could end on um I will look into Project Bluebeam a little bit more and I will do a dedicated video on Project Bluebeam 
on my YouTube channel, Rumble channel, TikTok. I will link everything in, in the descriptions. Um, please go check check me out on them. Um, please, if you please give me a. I'm, I'm not. I quite can't remember how Apple and Spotify work, but please follow or like and subscribe. YouTube, please, please like and subscribe. If you've liked this episode and same with Rumble, please like and subscribe. If you've enjoyed this, I hope I hope you've had a good time with me tonight. Whatever time of day you listen to this, I hope you had a great time with me. I had a fantastic time with you. I can't wait to do this again. So I've been ready one. I will see you in my next episode. Peace. Cheers.